0: This is People Who Play, a show about the art of playful living. I'm Emma Worrellow, researcher, writer and part-time mermaid.
1: And I'm Ben Martin, content creator and nostalgia junkie.
0: Join us once a week as we discuss our playful approach to parenting, work and marriage. Plus, look out for extra guest episodes. We believe that fun should be part of the everyday, and we are here to support any grown-ups who want to grow down and avoid the onset of serious itis that kicks in in adulthood. Find me on Instagram at playful underscore den. And if you'd like more of my content, you can subscribe to my Patreon. Just search for my name, Emma Warrilow, and get access to exclusive podcasts, insights and updates.
1: And for all your retro feels, find me on Instagram at BenFlyingRetro.
0: We really do appreciate all your likes, subscribes, follows and shares. These digital high fives really mean a lot to us and help us to grow the show. Okay, let's get on with the episode. It's playtime. Hello
1: and welcome to episode 42 ...of People Who Play...
0: Hello! (laughs) Hi Ben, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic. It's been a bank holiday weekend. We had two people over, but it felt like we essentially had a New Year's Eve party.
0: Well, there was also lots of boys that turned up at the door and just ate meat.
1: Emma, you're going to have to give that some context, (laughs) because otherwise people are going to think, what the heck is going on down there on the south coast?
0: Phoenix is... he's 13, nearly 13... So they're in the, the teen years,
1: listeners. If you can hear a washing machine on its spin cycle, you are not mistaken.
0: Washing machine I haven't put live that <laughs> longer with Calgon. Wow!
1: <laughs> I haven't put that on as an audio effect. We are just doing
0: housework. It's real life. Um, yeah, Phoenix is thirteen, and I feel like that him and his friends, the boys they it's like the appetite levels up
1: they just caught a whiff of me cooking some steaks on the barbecue they turned
0: into lions yeah
1: just White plates with one steak each on, no salad, no nothing. I
0: cannot believe how quickly they went for that. Like, they, when they heard the word steak, they just went. I was embarrassed because our guests actually brought round those lovely Waitrose steaks and then they were just being chomped on by a bunch of. Yeah, gone in seconds. Yeah, gone in a seconds. Plate just of meat. Just fuel. Yeah. then we're, we're doing a segment based show today. We've invented some segments a while back, and then we didn't stick to them. <laughs> no. And I'm bringing them back because I am in efficiency mode. Right, okay. and, and I will be in this mode for the next eight weeks, so strap in, baby.
1: Well, I don't even have an efficiency <laughs> mode to go to. I just have one mode. This... Honestly, no, I'm like an electric car. I've got no gears, I just, I'll just go. You're just tootling along. Well, No, no I think I'm either on or I'm off. Yeah, I think that's true. You've got gears. I've
0: got levels, <laughs> I've got gears, I've got hidden cellars. This, this isn't very efficient because I'm gonna, just going to divert on a massive tangent. Oh. Can I tell you something really creepy? So we're, we're oh. recording in the office today. Fun fact, I actually call this my office even though it's shared. And on my desk... Oh, 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 it's
1: your chair, it's your office, it's your TV room. That's what it is. I am just a passenger.
0: I do say to people, oh, when, the... when when visitors come and look around the house, I'm like, this is my office. Oh, you are? My. <laughs> what does it spell? <laughs> my. <Mine. laughs> anyway, we're in my office today, and on my desk there's a box of sort of Granny jewelry. Uh, it's like the bodyguard when they sleep. But, they but in. I don't know where it's come from. And I said to you, "What is this on on my desk?" And you don't know. So now I've come to the logical conclusion that so um, I'm possessed.
1: No, we well, got a secret admirer.
0: Why is the granny jewelry on my desk?
1: Is it? Do you own it?
0: I don't know where it's come from. I've never seen it before. It's let's describe it to the listeners because this isn't very good for a podcast. It's a black sort of retro box, and inside is a a brooch sort of costume jewelry there's no note brooch and then a um this is called a ball chain i believe just do a little bit of as well you are uh, you
1: are the ball and chain
0: (laughs) that's really creeped me out so you don't know where this has come from no it's really
1: the only thing i will say is that when i clean the house by myself when i clean your house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah when i go around cleaning your house and picking up all your crap from all over the house just dropped here i tend to gather it up and just plonk it on your keyboard so it's probably that
0: i've never seen that before it's really freaked me out oh
1: so you've actually never yeah what's freaking me out is you've never seen the box
0: no i've never seen it we did have some friends staying here maybe it says anyway this is riveting stuff <laughs> for a box. Back to my efficiency mode. So I uh, I would like to officially tell you that this week commences our eight week countdown to our big summer adventure.
1: Great, eight weeks. So long. I don't have to do anything yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But there's so many bank holidays and there's a half term. Is it even worth?
1: There's only two.
0: Well, we've had one. Yes, there's two. Yeah, we've got two more, and there's a half term. Why?
1: So you fear the bank holidays?
0: I don't fear them, but I think it's because I have now moved into a level, a gear, where I'm in this holiday countdown mode. Yeah. So remember,
1: holidays are, f- are fun. They are.
0: They are fun, but you do have to get to them. It's like
1: when you cook a roast. Like if you say you're cooking a roast, we all like go, oh god, because you get so stressed and so angry in the prep and the cooking that when you sit down, you're just fuming with everyone.
0: <laughs> I'm better at that now. And it's a
1: bit like that with the holiday. It's
0: more... I don't actually find it that difficult to cook a roast, but it's the end game, isn't it? Everything comes out at once, and it's a lot.
1: Well, hopefully everything comes out at once. That means you've done a really good job.
0: Yeah, well, then I get really hot, and like, and then, then everyone's not helping.
1: I got really hot cooking that barbecue yesterday.
0: Why do, Why is it when you cook a barbecue, mm-hmm. you basically act like you've... Just... It's
1: not fun. You don't get to sit down with ed- anyone. I'm over the other side of the garden, clang, like by myself. It's just I mean, you have just effectively staff. No one goes over that side you of the got, garden. You got There's bit, no one to talk to. You got
0: bit, you get a bit funny after you've done a barbecue. Oh, the clean it's, up. It's like it's you need. Like, you know. It's like you need a medal or certificate. Well, I
1: think you do. It's just so much prep for about ten minutes of cooking time, and then it's like two hours of clean up. It's like you could just put that in the oven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That was fun <laughs> one of my favorite things is eating outside i think it's a um underrated or an underspoken about key family bonding togetherness there's something about eating outside that i think is really magical
1: i love it i absolutely love it it's just but we live in the uk and it's just windy and then know, it rains and i know
0: then... but you can't you know obviously when it's like awful then it's not fun but
1: I tell you what, I put that damn barbecue on so we do coal, we're old school you gotta wait, you should wait but I can't wait
0: Oh, I am so over listeners, I've had over, I would say over a decade of barbecuing with Ben, where every single time after like the barbecue has been heating for a few hours every time you say, that's perfect cooking temperature now, should have started now should have started it now next yeah. you know next time i'll do a barbecue i'll start it much earlier honestly
1: you can but it's the same it. every time no, you can leave it for two hours oh, can, I, ben i know you you've been telling me for the last 10 years it just feels stressful doing it you just feel like there's people here there's, to fire there's, there's flames let's burn everything <laughs> let's just burn everything Whereas, every it would cook so si- nice every single
0: time cones. you say the same thing
1: why don't you man up on the on the barbecue next time? Woman up
0: on the grill.
1: It's honestly, it's not that much fun. Because you know how guys love it, don't they? I would. I pre- don't.
0: I would much prefer to do a barbecue twenty percent of the year than eighty percent of the year in an oven.
1: <laughs> I do, I've got no one to bounce off. Like I don't know. No bounce one. No off. one. No one comes up to the grill and is like, "Oh, what are you grilling?"
0: I think if there's a lot of people, they do. Right. Yeah.
1: There's no one to sort of, I need some alphas is what I need.
0: Well, you built the barbecue down in blooming no man's land.
1: God, what are you trying to say that our garden's so big it has a no man's land? It's,
0: it's not that big, but for some reason that barbecue does feel far away. Because it's like far away from the social area.
1: Wow, we've got zones. <laughs> Zonal. We paved over paradise.
0: I hate it. Can I say something? I hate it when you say that. It's just the name of the song. I know, but I, I really... We didn't
1: put up a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> we put up a skate park. Cuz
0: you keep saying that and I think stop saying that because I've worked so hard to cultivate bee, No, it's just bee funny, life. It's
1: funny concreting over grass. Yeah, but
0: we didn't concrete over that much. No, it's
1: not like we put in we, did, we didn't draw in double yellows. Also Although we, that we would have be fun. we have
0: like probably 300% more plant life than we did before we turn the garden into a skate park. That's true. I've Emma
1: heard... Emma made me take a plant out yesterday, like a big bugger, and I got the spade out, and I was like smashing it in there, and I thought, oh, I'm stuck on a root. Damn that root. I'm going to get through that root, and I kept doing it and doing it, and it was like springing back. I was like, what the hell is that? Turns out it was like mains power to the house. Yeah, it was bad. And I came close to, well, let's just say it, I could have died. It's bad. So this week... I want you to love me extra <laughs> just because I'm still here. You should be that way every day.
0: Or just act you like should, you could be electrocuted. Te- I keep telling
1: you and the kids, just be thankful for me. Because <laughs> you don't know when it's going to happen. Well, no, it's true. And it, it's, my God, I came close.
0: They say the key to happiness is to have a healthy relationship with death
1: healthy what's healthy not fearing it yeah
0: i suppose not living in a not living in a suspended state of oh, fear
1: god i want to live forever and not age from now
0: okay i think that's the opposite <laughs>
1: oh damn it it is we are at that tipping point emma what do you mean we're not going to look like this for much
0: longer mm, this is where you i saying you reveal your true vanity I'm colors not, i'm not
1: <laughs> saying that we look great now <laughs> i'm just saying that the laughter stops soon
0: Wow, does it or does it actually increase because you let go of holding on to all that
1: I, I think I let go, when, as soon as we had kids, I think I let go a big chunk of that. I like to think... Because you I, have to pour yourself into yeah, something else. I
0: also like to think I've already, I'm already at a phase of life where I honestly just feel so grateful to have a working body.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, you could have fooled me with your skin routine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's, but that's like looking after yourself, nourishing yourself. Nourishing.
1: But yeah, I do... nourishing yourself in body I definitely, butter.
0: I know you say that I'm like mean to myself. I think you are mean to I yourself. I am sometimes, but I'm you definitely a lot a less. You right,
1: twat to yourself. Twittle <laughs> 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 twat. We we did a family park run. We did a family park run, and I
0: thought it was five k. Yeah, this really yeah, it I know it annoyed did. me about you because really it's like upset you. It's like we did something that was really good. It was really healthy. We all got up early. We went to the park. We ran, but because because when we got there, it was the like family version, so it was two k, not five k. Yeah, it was a kitty one. But then, 2K! But, but then you were just like you just sort of threw it away. You were well, like, yeah. oh, I was only two k. And yeah, I was like, so, don't throw away the nice experience.
1: It started raining at the end. We got in the car, drove home, and I had to go for another run.
0: <laughs> so
1: 2K's not enough exercise for know, a day. I,
0: I didn't think that was very good role modelling. No, for you it to wasn't. Just be dismissive. It was almost like, oh, it's not worth doing.
1: Well, no, I it's was going to go... worth
0: moving and being part of something.
1: Yeah, d- just for 10 minutes.
0: Can I? <laughs> there, there you go again. You've I, done it again. I can't stop it. Well, we could have just stayed in bed, so... <laughs>
1: No, I think I, I felt cheated because I was like, I was planning to do a run that day anyway. And I thought, oh, this park run would be great because it gets it out of the way. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, that doesn't even like, you know, I know scratch but the it was, sides. But
0: it's like, that's your, like, that was... Selfish. That was you essentially t- making something unplayful. Mm-hmm. Because I just want to go on about how amazing I think the concept of park run is. I think it is Really incredible. And it's nice to like, you know, get up, do something, it's healthy, community, they tend to be in quite nice spaces. And I just I was just like amazed by the whole thing. And I felt like you certainly
1: late to the party, you, aren't we? Very man?
0: late. It's been on my radar for like years. I'm like, we really must Final, do that. <laughs> your
1: radar. So radar is one of those things that goes round, yeah, and then it goes ping and Co- then you for for a few seconds you see like all the dots Correct. of the planes. Yeah. Traffic control. Correct your damn radar when it pings is just a whole mess of crap everywhere because all you ever said been on my radar (laughs) and it's like oh my radar there's nothing on it there's no, nothing, it just goes around no. and no, Yours is just like, oh my goodness, it's just stuck your, everywhere.
0: Yours just scans and it's got just got like one stormtrooper just sort of ambling along. Yeah, but we did it and I felt like because of your- You did it with a buggy, so bravo you. Your obsession with like times and distance and running, I felt like you sucked the play out of it. I sucked it dry.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: but I, uh, it was what, lovely for the children what i liked about it on that park run is that they had all these marshals around that were sort of clapping you and i was like this is what i actually need when i'm running yeah they, constant they, applause yeah but
1: they're <laughs> clapping the children i was like yeah, i know you can't clap an adult for running too but i was
0: on my own because i had scout in the buggy so they were just yeah. clapping me as well and i was like loving it
1: just before the listeners are like why why wasn't ben pushing that buggy
0: I don't um, think anyone was thinking that, but off you go. Uh,
1: you told me not to.
0: Yeah, well, when you found out it was too k and you started basically throwing all your toys out the pram because <laughs> it wasn't far enough, which, by the way, you could have just done another couple of laps. Could have. I was like, well, you go at the front with the kids so you can go fast and I'll just have the buggy. Because I was trying to help you. No, you did. Through you did. your tantrum.
1: Well, I got back and I did
0: a top up. A tippy top-up. Yeah. Now, let's start our segments because... Jeez, we've already done about four. On the topic of running, I have stumbled across some research. What have you stumbled across this week, Emma? I've stumbled across what is... You're not
1: particularly great on your feet, so you actually just stumble everywhere.
0: (laughs) And the irony of what I've stumbled into this week is... The science behind the runner's high. You heard that expression?
1: What is so sorry specific to running, not just getting, not just a high from exercising. It's called something to do with running. It's
0: called the runner's high. Hang on. I think I've
1: run so much that maybe I've lost. I always feel better after a run than before my mental health so
0: for some time now scientists have been trying to figure out what is that that sort of rush that you get it's it's not just running but I think it's associated a lot with running but essentially it's about the feeling that you get after strenuous exercise so like exercise where you're challenged to beyond like a brisk walk
1: yeah not just um, sat on an exercise bike reading hello magazine
0: correct (laughs) <laughs> okay so what they're saying is the runner's high has been long thought to be an effect of endorphins mm-hmm. correct but what they've now found is that what they've done is they've sort of used a drug to block endorphins and people still get the runner's high wow so they're like okay what is it then one hypothesis is, is that a system might be involved which is called, long word alert, the endocannabinoid system, which, as its name suggests, is the one that cannabis interacts with. Right, okay. So I think what they're saying is there's some sort of system in there, it's rooted around in there in the old noggin, that if you smoke some drugs, that comes alive and is like, hey baby. And what they're saying is doing this vigorous exercise also lights up that system, so you're like, hey baby. <laughs> did,
1: did you have it at the end of the park run? No, I don't it wasn't think
0: strenuous I don't think enough. I did. Wasn't I d- long enough, was it? <laughs> no, I don't think I did actually.
1: There's, there's I, I wouldn't say I stumbled across it, but someone showed me a short film once, it's probably still on YouTube, of this theory that when someone is in the middle of exercise, they are way more receptive to deep and personal questions. Yeah. So in this short film, they, they were basically on a large tricycle and the rear seat was facing the other way. And they would go like around Regent's Park and they'd sort of pull in front of a runner and then they'd interview them, but they'd ask them quite sort of personal questions. But what you'd actually find is that they were very open and receptive Because they're quite lucid. Yes. And they'd be like, I can't believe... Yeah. They'd be like, how are you feeling today? And they'd start like talking about their sex life and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's really bizarre. But there is
0: quite a lot of evidence isn't there between thinking and movement yeah so i i have quite a creative job i don't know if i've mentioned it before. always
1: badgering on about having such creative job <laughs> although i've never seen you do a landscape <laughs> i've never seen you like whip out your easel and draw up a nice and landscape <laughs>
0: oh no I'm awful at drawing <laughs> <laughs> um, but you shouldn't you, that shouldn't stop you that
1: shouldn't stop you Man, I'm sorry, I've got such creative needs and my creative needs aren't being met well okay. go out there and, and get your easel out and draw yourself a nice sky I've or a reala- sunset
0: I've realised that quite a high percentage of things that I say I just do to irritate you these days anyway I always say don't I when I walk, when I go for walks it's really different to yeah, like, if I do some sort of exercise, like, there's a relationship between this intensity of movement and, I think, what it can open up within your thinking. So, I love daydreaming. <laughs> <laughs> you're always
1: sodding off for walks at the moment, you are. Like, if you put Scout down, you come down, you're like, I just, uh, just um, go into the, um, i just just going to the nature reserve. I just need to walk. It's like, okay i'm just gonna watch friends with Indie. so i
0: like daydreaming and it just happened like imagination imaginative thought happens when i'm walking but yeah i think you're right when you do something that's like more intense more hardcore i think you do drill into like i guess that would be called introspection yes yeah so what are they are saying here um i will link this in the notes by the way because i'm probably not really doing it justice um, but they are saying that it is it is this intensity um, that is really important um, for triggering this runner's high. And they're saying it seems like moderate activity, so greater than 50% maximum heart rate, is better at getting this cannabinoid boost than lighter exercise when we do a brisk walk. Do you think that's just quite obvious? <laughs> Sometimes I read these studies and I get no, to the end and I'm like... Just, oh.
1: everyone is so is so... Different, isn't it? On a scale of like one to ten on that park run, what was your sort of effort level, do you think? Like ten being absolutely (sighs) can't breathe. Yeah,
0: no, I wasn't there.
1: So, yeah, you're probably like a six or a seven.
0: Yeah, and it it says they do know that they are synthesized on demand in a response to a stressor, and an exercise is a stressor, but it's not clear whether the more intense the exercise, the more intense the high
1: yeah, well, maybe, I must I suppose, be getting again, that's, something. Like you said, it's quite personal. Because at the moment, I am skipping my face off. Lauren jumps. Yeah, and I'm doing it to a level where, at the end, I basically look like I've been in the shower and I could throw up.
0: Because last year, I'm when getting
1: you, off on that.
0: Last year, when you ran every year.
1: Oh yeah, I'd come back fine.
0: Did you ever? Did you lose the runner's high?
1: Yeah, because it was moderate.
0: Yeah, because it's comfortable.
1: Yeah, but now I've massively got it because mm. I'm sprinting. Yeah, so I... probably got something to do with your heart rate.
0: Yeah, blood flowing around.
1: You probably don't ever get your heart rate up
0: high enough. Excuse me. I do, actually. Okay. You don't know what I do when I go to my gym sessions. Oh
1: No, yeah, it goes high then, I guess.
0: But I have definitely fallen into the comfort zone with my swimming.
1: It's 220 minus your age, I think, what is your maximum heart rate? Oh yeah, so yours is like 180 would be a mm. safe. Because I've been, good I'm, high. I'm
0: working to get out my easy breezy zone with my swimming because uh-huh. I've have swam my whole life and
1: oh I've swam my whole life. Oh <laughs> darling, spend. I've got a creative job. I've swam my whole life. Why don't you? Summary. Yeah, but you don't do anything with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no, I- why
1: don't you rub yourself up in goose fat? <laughs> And swim that damn channel. Oh, I don't want to. I'm not joking. It's got
0: poo in it.
1: Ems, there's poo everywhere. You're never further away than two metres The water
0: companies in this country are shocking.
1: Careful. They are. Loads of our listeners might work for them.
0: Well, they stop pumping out poo. They do. They're do they normally, yeah, they do. I think
1: it all gets treated.
0: No, it's bad. They pump it out.
1: Okay, you've read something on Instagram.
0: No, I'm. You know, I'm, oh, it's bad. I'm an, I'm an outdoor swimmer. I follow. You have to keep an eye on where it's been dumped because if you go in and there's been a dumping, you get dumping in your
1: oh, gizzards. Emma, come on. People might be eating whilst they're listening to this. It's bad. So that's why you won't do the channel. What a cop out?
0: I don't. I also don't want to. <laughs>
1: that would do it it's too
0: far i haven't got time to train for a challenge like that i should do that peer-to-peer swim we that's like local tars i should be doing that yeah it's only a mile
1: um so now the washing cycle is finished what you can now hear <laughs> is the cleaner um she is upstairs hoovering her face off
0: she's my favorite family member
1: <laughs> <laughs> look we only have a cleaner every two weeks because it's indulgent to have a cleaner M's and expensive.
0: <laughs> I yeah, it is. Two but weeks, it, but
1: it's the best day.
0: There are so many more things that I would sacrifice before me being one of them. Before the <laughs> <went>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. On to the next segment. Okay. Ruh, 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 ruh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got a speech
1: impediment. Do it retro let me, rewind. Let me
0: do that again. No, there's no, no, let me no. Do I'm that not
1: again. Oh no, because just so you know, I'm not editing this pod.
0: <laughs> retro
1: re, rewind. <laughs> yes. Can you
0: make us some little like jingle jangles? Oh I could. Right, retro rewind. Over it to is you. a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Over to you. Okay,
1: last week I took our eldest Phoenix to see aliens at the cinema Ooh. now phoenix is a 12 year old so he's not old enough to see aliens emma so how did i do it
0: off figure, how did you do it i snuck him in i snuck him in the damn cinema did, did you sort of like wear a big coat like oh, put him on your shoulders
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh it felt so good breaking the rules emma
0: okay what was your strategy
1: well my well firstly aliens came out in 1986 uh, it was it used to be an 18, and it was re-released for this thing called Alien Day. Every IP has a day, by the way.
0: Hmm. This
1: week, it's May the 4th, Star Wars Day. I
0: think I'm going to give myself a day. Oh,
1: God. Yeah, it's called a birthday, dingus.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want another one oh. that's well, separate bir- to that.
1: It's like a festival anyway. I was like, right, we have to go and see this film, Phoenix, because it's one of the best films ever made, and when are you going to get to see it at the cinema? You know, I've waited until I was 41 to see that film. And he's had to wait until he's 12. So anyway, they've downgraded it to a 15. And I thought about, I was like, maybe I buy him a ticket for Mario. And when he goes up, they can scan that. And I was like, oh, I don't want to waste my money. Let's just do this. Let's just learn a new date of birth and go for it. And as it turned out, you know, they didn't blink an eye.
0: So did they look at him and the ticket as he walked through?
1: I sort of scanned it and said, oh, there's two of us, but I can't hold all my popcorn. And then we just went up. Went up.
0: So, just to clarify, on last week's episode, you shared a song about how maths is <laughs> a waste of time. And this week's podcast, you've got a strategy for sneaking your children into films underage. I was just wondering yeah. when, when your parenting book was coming out. <laughs>
1: I um I think I'm over all of that with Phoenix now.
0: Yeah, I think once they've watched certain but there's things, a, there's a tipping
1: point where you see stranger
0: like, things. That's like aliens, no worse than that. Oh my god, nowhere near. That's way scarier. Oh crikey, yeah. It's interesting when but films... I feel like I don't want.
1: To, there's a tipping point of like depriving. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like I would never take him to see like torture porn or any of that no, nonsense. No, but seeing things like Die Hard and Aliens, it's like no. That's that's an education. It's highbrow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's funny how it got changed from an 18 to a 15. Is that just because films are... It's just
1: the times we live in. Yeah,
0: you can just have more in a 15 now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we did that and we had one of the greatest nights of our lives.
0: You, your relationship with some of these 80s movies is fascinating oh. to me. I've actually, I've got someone coming on. There's a guest coming on who is, is like an academic, is a, an expert in nostalgia. Um, well, I take all I mean, that stuff. Use it as an opportunity to understand you. No,
1: but I take all that stuff really seriously.
0: Yeah, it's nice.
1: You know, our parents were framed by certain things and I 100% most of my personality was formed by pop culture of that time Do so you... that means music films yeah
0: what else was there yeah the very formative experience but i think you have a de- a deeper interest in film
1: possibly but i mean aliens is like one of the most exciting things ever
0: yeah it's all right no <laughs>
1: It is one of the most exciting films ever made. It
0: is a good film. It's, I just generally don't really like alien type films.
1: Also, Ripley. That is a strong ass female.
0: She's a badass. In
1: 1986.
0: We have friends that called their daughter Ripley. God bless them. God bless them. I went on the alien encounter experience in and universal studios what is it disney I don't know, one of them when i was i think i was 13. oh did you do alien war i absolutely crapped myself good, good so, for you. so you sort of walk through yeah and it's that sort of like immersion and then you're all sat around um and there's a big glass tube in the middle with the alien in it and then there's you're on the ship and then everything like breaks down and mm. have you got
1: some colonial marines guiding you through yeah
0: they're around your seats shaking and then the light comes back on and the 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 glass thing in the middle is cracked and the alien has gone wow it's escaped and then it goes pitch black again and you've got speakers in your chair and it feels like it's right behind you and Uh... it's got like hot air and it's like breathing on your neck
1: that's horrific but you were you not running around
0: no, seated. Oh, so that's yeah. different. What I'm thinking
1: yeah. of was called Alien War. They had one in Trucadero, Piccadilly Circus, for like five or ten years. It was, it was like an experience.
0: What, you with actors? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, it probably only lasted like 10, 15 minutes. Right. Alien War. I don't think I was ever old enough to, to go on it.
0: And that was just running all the time.
1: Yeah, it came down to Bournemouth once for a couple of weeks.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Anyway... <laughs>
0: Um also while we're on retro rewind, have you got an update on your Walkman? We haven't heard you yeah, I talk about it. it. Oh, did you? It just was not Was it pulling your pants down?
1: It, yeah. It was pulling my pants down. Oh, the batteries were a problem. I mean, I still love it. And look, maybe I may I think it's just for the mall now. It's just if I'm just out at the mall, I just listen to that.
0: When are you out at the mall? <laughs> might be you don't know do you mean when you're like getting hummus on the school run (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just you know look technology
1: you know for running turns out oh cleaners above us (laughs) 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 that was a bit like aliens. it's a bit like
0: being in aliens yeah
1: (laughs) oh my god she's really hoovering right above us anyway turns out walkman's not so great now but my god they look good they do yeah, so no, I, I've put it in the I've put it in the retro room. It's just a nice little. Um,
0: well, you tried it out. Yeah, you know,
1: cost a fortune.
0: <laughs> well, it's for, it's for the children now.
1: Yeah, it is. What's the next segment, Ems?
0: The next segment is overheard at home.
1: Yeah, now Scout. I is, have. One. Let's just be honest. He farts. He's a farter.
0: I I heard myself saying... This is the siblings. Stop farting on demand.
1: (laughs) Emma. I was on the balcony the other day, and the door door opens, and it's just his butt sticking through. And he blows off and laughs and runs away. Now, what have we raised with number three here? It's like
0: Dennis the Menace, that kid. It's just unbelievable. (sighs) He just finds it so funny. It's the other two, isn't it?
1: Mm. They're making him...
0: Blow off. Our guests that we had round yesterday, oh, he no. took them for He took them for a tour of his oh, bedroom yeah. and took them into the bathroom and was like, This is where I go to the toilet and he was like and then you do a fart and then a poo comes out. Oh
1: <laughs> my god.
0: That that's part of that's part of his room tour. Wow. That's
1: great. This is the this is the issue with having older siblings like 10 years older, is that they are very much forming Scout's personality. So he's effectively a three-year-old with a 13-year-old's vocabulary.
0: Yeah, he says epic. He says totally. He says sick.
1: Yeah, awesome. (laughs) Fart. Let's fart together.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The big age gap thing is... Fascinating to me because it's, a, it's still quite new. I, I certainly <clears throat> wouldn't
1: plan for it, but it's really cool.
0: I think the kids playing with other kids that are totally different ages, I think there's something really special about that that happens. And the the younger kids sort of, they, le- they level up their play to meet the older ones. And the older ones regress more to mm-hmm. include the younger ones and also take on a nurturing side as well. I think it's really important Um, makes me think about sort of like school and things like that because they're all in classes aren't they with kids the same age and sometimes I think actually it can be really influential when you hang out with a younger or older kid
1: oh so in the new curriculum that me and you are writing do you think we should have like on Fridays it's like yeah six formers and year fives yeah okay
0: because your brain doesn't stop developing until you're 25. They can so, have cooking together. So when, fun. when you think of an 18 year old, 17 year old, you think, oh, they're like, you know, they're adults, they're out of all that. But they're actually still in their forming years. So they can be a mix of a playmate, but also a role model. She's still hoovering. It's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> the room is done.
0: She's thorough. I told you, I love
1: her. Emma, there's a massive fax machine in this office, and it hasn't gone off for a while.
0: It's going off, <laughs> is it? There's one coming in. Oh, we know. So, do
1: we actually get many questions?
0: I'm gonna if I ask for them on Instagram, but people email us hello at peoplewhoplay dot com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to paraphrase this because I'll be honest. I read it a while ago and I've lost it. But essentially... you know the name of the person I that said, wrote it. Oh, I don't. Well, that's horrendous. You're so strict on that. I am strict on that. Sorry. DM me, listener, and I'll... Why aren't you going to be reading it out? Well, I haven't got it. It's in my head.
1: Oh, <laughs> God, so anything could come out.
0: So essentially, I did some stories that were about how I think that dreaming is really important to like your perspective, your sort of, you know, moving forwards, how you feel, blah, blah, blah. And um, someone asked me a question and said, could we discuss it on the pod? How do you make space in your mind to like dream? And I suppose like think bigger, you know, imagine that kind of thing when, in front of you You've got domestic is life. just a pile of life admin poo.
1: Well, Emma, how do you do it? Because all you bloody do is go for walks and dream.
0: I go for walks. Oh, so
1: is that it? Yeah,
0: that's how I do my dreaming. And I suppose I, I, it's I. I suppose part of it is also yeah, whilst
1: I'm back here doing the <laughs> doing the domestic stuff.
0: Part of it with with the life admin stuff. Obviously, there's like we've all got shiz to do and you can't you can't just stop doing everything but I think there is you can put boundaries in place as to how much of your headspace it takes up like if you let yourself you can your head can just be like a a melting pot of kids lunches chores this is ironic with the cleaner upstairs um (laughs) you know housework you know all of that stuff you know, like I say, it has to happen, but you don't have to think about it all the time. So it's a sort of, I suppose it's a, it's it's a, almost like an invisible boundary that you have to almost train yourself to think about other stuff. Um And there's there's obviously an environmental factor that makes that a lot easier. So yeah, if you're on a walk or if you're on a, you know, commute or whatever, you might be able to get off into that mind wandering time. But yeah, I, I find it easier to do when I'm moving.
1: I th- I After the last kid has gone to bed, I'm certainly not doing life admin then.
0: No, no.
1: So, you know, you've got a fair few hours there to have a good old think.
0: Yeah, I think it is, it is about carving out time for it and also sort of knowing what, what is a good conductor for you to get into that imaginative state? So, mm. for some people, it's like, you know, water, the bath. For you, it's nature. For me, it's walking Good <laughs> nature. Do you like a deep bath? I do like a deep bath. You
1: pop the immersion on and have yourself a deep bath.
0: Put a load of salt in there. I oh, just float floating away. around. Mm. But, imagine- imagination you is. You have
1: so many needs <laughs> right now in your life at 41. You just. I just need to go. For, I just need to do bath. I just need to. Oh, I need my prickle pad. I just need to do my my skincare routine. It's like it's we're such an inward society now, aren't we? We're so like maybe it. All those things are absolutely lovely. They're all great, but it's is it all just getting a bit wild?
0: Well, I think you should be if you have if you co parent with someone. And they know how to look after themselves and they're quite disciplined with that. I think that... I'm glad you do. I think would, that is would, a gift.
1: That is a gift yeah.
0: for me. I think it's really sad when there isn't any space or time for people to do that. Or they don't know. Like I, I The reason that you're so aware of my needs and that you feel like I'm constantly... Expressing them is because I have a, a super high level of uh, self awareness, crazy high. <laughs> I do, I do.
1: Is that good or bad? What is that?
0: It's good because I, Jeez. I, <laughs> I sort of you know I know what my flaws are. I know where my blind spots are. Um, I'm not this is driving test. I'm not fighting. <laughs> I'm not fighting with myself to like radically change myself. I'm just. I'm doing the things. ...that I need to do to be the best version of what I've got.
1: I pushed back on you yesterday. I said, enough's enough. I was skipping in the garden.
0: Oh, you wouldn't even put the bloody After oven on. After
1: a busy day of hosting... After I doing was a doing... barbecue for 10
0: minutes? I was
1: doing an exercise routine. Needed an... I, w- I wanted to skip for one hour. I was liquid. I was just sweating. I was like, this is great. I'm you were searching phone. for your high. phone kept beeping... Uh, can you put some fries on for Scout? He's going to be hungry. Get all that on. I was like, no. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not stopping skipping for this.
0: Yeah, it really annoyed me. Yeah,
1: and they kept more texts. I was like, I was like, if this was the other way round. What is the other
0: You're always, you are always would... texting me when I'm dreaming and walking. <laughs> Where are you? What are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> I've I've noticed actually I think you have a higher here we go higher, <laughs> a higher like need to keep in touch with me all the time and I've quietly over the last year or so observed that and I thought I'll just give him that because he that's something that I Isn't don't that have nice well it's nice but whereas like for me I like to just unplug and go like if I have scout for the day I'll just take him out oh, into you're just like <laughs> Eve
1: wandering around the nature reserve in your <laughs> pants it's just like. <laughs> you
0: tracking me. Where does all this
1: end, though? <laughs> what,
0: well, all this introversion? No, that's not the right word. Introspection.
1: Yeah. That's the end of a society. We're too, you know, maybe we're just too introverted.
0: I, I did have this, like,
1: thought you're, recently. Do you know what you are? You're at the top of that damn pyramid that I never know what it's called. <laughs> and you're just having the time of your life up there. <laughs> <laughs> and for the rest of us... We're at the bottom, like <laughs> building it and cleaning it. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecuing on it. No, yeah, cleaning your damn pyramid.
0: Well, the, the top you, of, the you've top... sorted all of your Some hate.
1: mental health out. There's quite a
0: lot of people now that dispute that goddamn pyramid. They say it's all a load of. Yeah, well, I mean, you
1: could say that about everything. The though. top of
0: the pyramid. I think you're talking about. Are you talking about Maslow? Yeah, it's damn Maslow. The top. The top is self-actualisation. Who the heck is he anyway? <laughs> well, he was a sort of
1: philosopher, So to get to the top of that pyramid, Maslow's pyramid, you have yeah. to transcend like um, financial worries. Well, yeah,
0: the base is like shelter, water, food. So you can't get to it. So, and, and oh, so the-
1: it literally starts off at, Yeah. Basic human needs. So like, so eating and shelter. Yeah,
0: which does make sense. You can't like be super... When
1: I said I'm at the bottom... Yeah, you're not not at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm I'm like mid-pack. I'm definitely (laughs) mid-pack.
0: I think you're onto something in the sense that... Because I had this thought recently that there is like so much self-help type stuff out there for people that are in the middle of the pyramid yeah you can certainly overthink it well also i i just it's never in the context of other people it's always like you know hold your own boundaries and like it's quite individual and i was thinking this that really the point of you know being self-aware and looking after yourself is so that you're you know you're energized and you're buoyed up to help other people that should be like like if you're in a family like i'm the i'm the mother of this family and it is awful for everyone in this house if i have really poor mental health like i'm you know an energy source for everyone so if so that's kind of how i see like the value of the self awareness and knowing my own needs and doing as many of them as i can I, yeah it's not just for me it's for everyone like everyone wants emma full good old emma energy and when it's not there it actually affects probably like everyone else more than it affects me but i i sometimes look at a lot of this like literature and all of these kind of movements in understanding the self and you know, protecting you and it's like it's all good but it should have a link to other people it should have a link to community or family or mm-hmm. whatever it might be and I do sometimes wonder if no I think I think you're sort of onto something there that this excess introspection that l- just lives selfish just lives with, well, it just lives within you I mean I, sp- I don't know mm,
1: I guess you could say haven't you got to put your own life mask on first well, before th- you put on your family? And so that, even if that happens?
0: And that, but the, yeah, and that is, and it is true. It is totally true, but... I wouldn't do that. Oh, what? You just let us... I would sort out everyone else's mask. And wouldn't... then I'd put mine on. We well, you wouldn't be able to because you wouldn't be able to breathe.
1: Well, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the story that of me. Great. Selfless. Can't wait to get on a
0: plane with you in Self-less. June. Selfless. <sighs> yeah, because sometimes I think about like a sort of sometimes think about my grandma and I'm like I don't really know anyone like her anymore and like was completely you know didn't have a lot of money completely sort of self sacrificing like all about everyone else but she was sort of quite she was very content she was very very content well maybe she wasn't but she always seemed like she was and I think that's a really yeah, everyone has... The thing is, though, we're
1: exposed to the whole planet now. Yeah, and we have more choice. we have um, choice paralysis. Yeah, yeah. With, well, even how to live your life.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. I think too... there's
1: to, so many possibilities.
0: I think too much choice leads to uncertainty. And uncertainty is a really uncomfortable place to be. God,
1: you sound like Yoda. Then
0: I sometimes think about this with the kids and their generation because I feel like you know, in the exploration of their identity to like all dimensions of whatever that might mean, there is a lot of choice, which feels could feel really liberating and freeing. But I do also sometimes wonder wired that way. I do sometimes wonder if it could also be, yeah, you could stay in a sustained state of questioning and uncertainty which isn't comfortable. We've just been through a whole period of uncertainty. That's one of the core reasons why COVID was so hard was that no one knew, when's it gonna end? What's gonna happen next? What are they gonna do? What are the rules gonna be? This like sustained I've, state of uncertainty is quite unhealthy.
1: I like to track it back to like caveman times or like tribe times and think about what our roles would be back then. Like what, what's our skill set. And honestly, I think I just need to be told what to do. I'm one of those.
0: Yeah, you don't even told
1: what to do. Just go out into the woods, hunt, bring back some stuff for the tribe. You would be on like a wicker basket being held up by like 50 people. Um, that would be you. What, like a queen? Yeah, like a sort of wicker queen. <laughs> like bloody like. Like the wicker man. Like sticks and flowers coming out your hair and. Like, you would be like, um, I think you'd be worshipped. (laughs) I think you, honestly, you'd be worshipped.
0: I'd be like this sort of, the the dreamer. (laughs) Yeah. Would you like me to tell you what to do more? Well, you sort of,
1: like, I just think I'm... Go out and get some
0: kitchen rolls. But there's
1: nothing wrong with having rolls. It's like, you know, when people go on those, like, office training days and they put you on an island and it's like, right, you've all got to have roles to complete this task. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, right, we need a team leader. Yeah. Right, so someone puts their hand up for Mm. that.
0: Yeah, roles are really important. When I was running a team, the projects would all... You know, if the projects sort of went awry, you could always track it back to someone didn't know what their role was. They didn't have a clear, brief... There was ambiguity there right and the projects that went really well and were quite efficient and people actually enjoyed them more was like right from the beginning their role and their the expectations were very clear uh, that's a tangent <laughs> i have no <laughs> idea wait, wait, the... <laughs> when i close my eyes
1: i just see you with like loads <laughs> of people like bowing down to you
0: i didn't really like that well that's just a I'm nice a team feel. player. I don't, want to be on a, I don't want to be up on a wicker basket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that. Well, okay.
1: Well, there you go. I, I think I don't. Well, we don't know her. Name. Well, I just got one. More. We don't know her name, but that
0: does that answer your
1: question? <laughs> <laughs> I think we answered that question.
0: I just got one more thing to say about roles. I feel like when I when we had Phoenix and I started my <laughs> company.
1: Oh, this is it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I felt like I was on a sort of a mission to... There was this question, like, can women have it all? I felt like it was very of the moment that that was being talked about a lot. And I feel like I went on a quest to figure out the answer to that question. So I started this company. Obviously, it took off. It grew... Oh, obviously. More, more, not obviously, whatever. It took off. It grew... Um It escalated, and at some points I thought, "I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing the thing." Yeah. Um. Until I had like quite a lot of like mental breakdowns, and then I was like, "Oh no, two sides with
1: bloody breakdowns." Yeah, they were bad in hindsight. In
0: hindsight. Now it's quite scary.
1: Ridiculous. So look, go on as many bloody nature walks that's, as you need. That's why I go. And Have dream <laughs> as many deep baths as you need. Go on your prickle pad in the middle of the day. This is where I do, do some all... <laughs> yoga. I
0: mean, this is where I do all the things because you didn't like it when you found me in pret in the corner crying into a tuna baguette, did you?
1: But these are all the things that you need to do just to just to stay. Like, level-headed. But is that realistic? for You've got a really flexible job. Yeah. Like, what happens if you are nine to five in your absolute face-off? Where's the prickle pad? Where's the yoga? (laughs) Where's the deep baths? And where are the bloody, uh, you know, nature walks? So, on
0: reflection... Riddle me that, Batman. On reflection, I used to think I didn't have time for anything. But actually, it was just a prioritisation. Yes. and, and, And a... A warped perception of urgency. That's the thing. I, I always thought everything was so urgent.
1: Make your nature walk just as urgent as yeah. going down to the post office and paying that bill. Wait. No, people, don- <laughs> <laughs> people don't do that. <laughs> do they? What
0: bill's you paying? At well, the post I just office?
1: went to the post office to go to the cash point And there was a freaking queue just down the street. It's eBay. And it makes me laugh because... 10 years ago people thought post office is dead it's like jeez it's not anyway
0: i still haven't finished my old yeah.
1: people love to pay their bills at the post office
0: thank you for that wonderful insight ben and massive sweeping generalization of a whole of what else are they doing down thing. there Do getting a stamp <laughs> <laughs> Um anyway, so after I had the breakdowns and then I, you know, I'm now doing something more flexible and I
1: <laughs> breakdowns. Yeah.
0: I I feel like my my views have slightly shifted a little bit with regards to Maslow. I, I don't know if conservative is the right word, but I do feel like if you're if you are co-parenting, uh just quickly
1: what are we doing go,
0: go Parenting. <laughs> <laughs> what's this i think it's so much easier when someone does have more of a lion's share i don't know if that's the right word of the parenting responsibilities so there was a point when we were both working i think full-time there's been a few periods of that oh, um, and it was the most stressful ever
1: Yeah, but that's that's probably what most people do. Well, no, it is. It's
0: it's like most households now have to have two parents working because of, you know, the cost of living and all that jazz. And also through, I think, you know, women who don't necessarily want to give up their careers. You have the option not to do that now. But I think it was always... Life was always so much harder when we were both working at the same level, you know.
1: I feel like we've successfully... Carved out a different path,
0: yeah, and that's because I spent a lot of time dreaming. <laughs> but we've, we've sort of had periods of time where it has been, yeah. Like, although even even when I owned my last company, I was still essentially working a nine to five, a full time job. Yeah. You know, I had to be in the office. I was managing teams. Now what we have is completely different to then. This is like very, very flexible. What is this? Project to project. I don't really know. Remote home working from home. It dep- Obviously it massively depends what your job is as well. And even to just have a job that you can do remotely and as a freelance and work from home is hugely convenient to having a family.
1: Conducive. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we answered that question or not. I mean, two people babbling on just honestly we
0: are a couple of badgers badgering on today
1: (laughs) we probably should wrap it up but not much of a conclusion there no just uh, prioritize make things like having your deep bath and your dreaming and your nature walks just as important as some of the other things that you deem to be really important.
0: And don't text someone when they're skipping to you know, put the oven on.
1: Everyone everyone has an order of things that they can dismiss to fit other things in when, when things yeah. happen during the day. Okay, what's the first thing to go? Oh, well, I've got... I was going to have like half an hour to myself in the evening to do some yoga or go for a run. It's like well, that should be cast iron, yeah, immovable. You know, someone else is going to have to help whilst I go and do that because I need that
0: in my <laughs> mic. <laughs> that's what I think is so hard when you have really young children because you know how I constantly want to get up for everyone else. It feels like such a basic thing to ask for that doesn't affect anyone else and yet it's so hard and it's a really triggering feeling because it, it, like, when you feel like you're not asking for much... Like, yeah. want to go for a wee on my own? I want to. <laughs> I want to get up and have a cup of coffee before anyone else is awake.
1: I'll be honest. I don't know what this podcast has been about. I don't but either. If you, wanna, <laughs> if you want more of it, we'll be back same time next week. If you want more of that nonsense <laughs> in your ear canals, sign up. Emma, where can these people find you? They
0: know where I am. Yeah, in the woods or in the <laughs> bath or on your prickle pad exactly also on instagram playful underscore den
1: uh, well you can find me at ben flying retro on instagram although i've deleted instagram so i'm sort of there
0: i would also love to see some emails on our fax machine hello at people send us your questions stories lols maybe your own retro rewinds oh it would be so good to actually
1: buy a fax machine get a fax number and actually have faxes
0: no one would have a fax machine to fax us on
1: yeah that's the key isn't it that's how they work (laughs) damn it
0: if you're out there and you've got a fax machine you could be our (laughs) informer
1: so good okay guys have a good
0: week stop farting on demand bye